everyone, my name is Jamal McKinney, or you can just call me Juice because that is my nickname. You know, I see this all the time in sports. When a team makes a crazy move through free agency or through the draft, it tends to paralyze different fans of that team and just overall the national media. So the Green Bay Packers, they go out and draft Jordan Love in the 2020 NFL Draft in the first round, and people have gone crazy over it. And rightfully so. You know, you would think that the Green Bay Packers would try to get Aaron Rodgers, maybe another wide receiver, to help him out on offense. Maybe get a player like Patrick Queen or Ross Blacklock to improve the middle of their defense. Maybe get better and more physical on the defensive line or, or maybe better at the linebacker core. If I was the Packers, that is what I would have done. And I was very upset that the Green Bay Packers made that move for Jordan Love. Not because Jordan, not because I don't think that Jordan Love is a bad player, it was simply because I think that when you're in a stage in which you just made the NFC Championship game, that's the time where you need to be trying to figure out how can I beat San Francisco next season? How can I beat Seattle next season? How can I keep up with New Orleans? You shouldn't be thinking about the future. So I think that Green Bay whiffed in that regard. But as far as evaluating Green Bay's team, I still think they're a pretty darn good football team. And a lot of people think that because Jordan Love is coming in this year, Aaron Rodgers is going to fold. Aaron Rodgers is going to be a blame-deflecting leader. You know, he's going to be this crazy guy. He's going to be discouraged and things of that nature and all this dumb stuff. And I'm kind of over the whole big reaction from the media, you know, at this point, simply because fan is short for fanatic. So I don't really pay attention to crazy fans that really don't know what they're talking about anymore. But either way, I believe the Green Bay Packers are still a good football team. And I believe they're going to win the NFC North once again this season. I will tell you why. I think it's honestly because of, it's honestly by default, guys. It really is. I don't believe in Minnesota. I don't believe in Detroit. And I don't believe in Chicago. Why do I not believe in Minnesota? Let's talk about it. They lost Stephon Diggs. They lost Everson Griffin. They lost Mackenzie Alexander. They lost Linval Joseph. They lost Xavier Rose. They lost Trey Waynes. They lost one of their most dynamic players on offense and a ton of players on defense. They also lost Kevin Stefanski, their great offensive coordinator that was able to bring the best out of Kirk Cousins and Dalvin Cook from this past year. Not to mention Dalvin Cook is, is already in a contract dispute. Is he going to play games this season? We don't know. I don't think their offensive line is all that great. Did they make any moves in the offseason to really truly guarantee the offensive line is going to be better? I didn't see any moves. And I understand that the Minnesota Vikings had a very good draft. They drafted a lot of very good players to help replace those guys. But in a in a in a year in which a pandemic is going on, when you're in a shortened training camp period, you know, when, once you get back in the fold of things as far as football goes. When you're relying on a lot of young players, that's a disadvantage for your football team. Not to mention, their schedule is brutal. Detroit. I think Detroit is actually better than people are willing to admit. But I just don't think that they're a talented enough football team to overtake a team like a Green Bay or a Minnesota in this division. I understand that they played Green Bay tough last year. 
Lions fans will tell you that the officials robbed them in Green Bay last year when in reality they stopped scoring in the second half. Players were dropping passes in the end zone. And in reality, they lost to an Aaron Rodgers-led team with Al Lazard as the best wide receiver that day as Devontae Adams didn't even play. So stop crying, Detroit fans. I know you added, you know... Jeffrey Okuda. I know Jamie Collins is coming to the team. Desmond Trufant is going to be a good player that's added to the team. DeAndre Swift, I like him a lot, but I just think Detroit is not quite talented enough to overtake a team like Green Bay in this division. And let's be real, Detroit always starts out hot early in the season, but in the second half of the season, they usually tend to fold like the Detroit Lions of old. I don't see it with Detroit this year. Chicago, I'm not sold. You know, Nick Foles, I understand that he's a good, solid quarterback when healthy, but outside of his time in Philadelphia, Nick Foles is 5-11 and as a starter. And I understand the defense is going to be very good next year in Chicago, as pretty much always per usual. As long as Khalil Mack is on, the def- is on that defense, they're going to be a dominant unit. Robert Quinn is a very good addition to the team, but on offense, they're not cutting it. I don't think that Chicago is explosive and dynamic enough on offense to keep up with teams in this division. Allen Robinson is a good player, but I don't think he's a Devontae Adams. I don't think he's an Adam Thielen. And when we look at Anthony Miller and Riley Ridley and Cordero Patterson, those are guys that were overdrafted and have not lived up to expectations from the time they were drafted as players. And take again, I don't think he's much of a difference maker at this point in his career. He's a lot older and doesn't have the same speed that he had in previous seasons. Jimmy Graham is not a difference maker. This Chicago Bears team had the fourth worst total offense as far as points per game last season. They only averaged 17.5 points per game, and they did not add enough on offense for me to be convinced that they are going to compete in this division. Not to mention if Mitchell Trubisky starts, I know he had an okay season, not this year, but the previous year, you know, last the last year, you know, he went he won the division. He had a pretty good year. I just don't think Mr. Trubisky is that good of a quarterback at this point. Maybe he could bounce back, but even if he does bounce back, I don't think that he's gonna light the world on fire. So Green Bay wins this division by default. This is still a Super Bowl contending team. In 2020, this is a 13-win team from a year ago. Yes, you lost Blake Martinez. Yes, you lost Brian Bulaga. But they replaced Blake Martinez with the even more better and versatile linebacker, in my opinion, in Christian Kirksey. I understand that Blake Martinez had a lot of tackles last year. But when they're 10 or 15 yards down the field, who cares? He's not a very versatile linebacker. He can't cover anyone. Christian Kersey, if he stays healthy, he's an upgrade. Rick Wagner, I think that that's a downgrade, but Rick Wagner only allowed three sacks last season. So he's not terrible. I think he's at least solid enough to come in and contribute. And listen, the only team that Green Bay should really feel not great about facing come playoff time is the 49ers. Now, can Green Bay beat the 49ers come playoff time? I think they actually can. If they get them at home, or if things bounce their way, I think that Aaron Rodgers can pull that out of his hat. But I don't think the the Packers match up well with the 49ers because of the 49ers' physicality 
both as far as running the football on offense and as far as what they present as far as their defensive line goes. So the 49ers, they pretty much smashed the Packers two times last season. I don't think that Green Bay matches up that well with, with the 49ers. But outside of that, they beat Seattle last year in the playoff game. Drew Brees did not look great in the playoff, in his playoff game versus the Vikings, a team that Aaron Rodgers swept last year. I'm not, I don't think that the Packers should be scared of the Saints. The Buccaneers, I think that they're a very talented team, but Tom Brady is much older. They have a lot of moving parts in a shortened training camp season. I think the defense has a chance to be good, but the defense was a weakness of the team last year. And outside of Tristan Werbs, who do you really trust on that offensive line? So Green Bay, in my eyes, matches up pretty well with all the other big boys in the NFC, not to mention Philadelphia, you know, kind of had a down season last year. I think that Green Bay at their best is better than Philadelphia. And when I look at the Green Bay Packers offense, let's talk about their rushing attack because everyone wants to, wants to talk about Aaron Rodgers, but people fail to realize this Packers team does not rely solely on Aaron Rodgers anymore. They have a legit running game. Aaron Jones has 16 rushing touchdowns last season. You add a guy like A.J. Dillon in the draft who compares favorably to Derrick Henry. Okay, he's a bruiser. And when you're in cold weather games late in the season in Lambeau Field, if you can run that bruiser named A.J. Dillon at people combined with Aaron Jones, that's something serious right there. A.J. Dillon at Boston College in three years had, four, had over 4,000 yards, 38 rushing touchdowns. He was a very productive player. And not to mention, you already got Jamal Williams. That's three really good running backs that the Packers have at their disposal. Do not be shocked if the Green Bay Packers have a top five rushing attack this year. And in the offseason, I do believe that I do believe the Green Bay Packers sort of at least to a certain degree from a stylistic perspective narrowed the gap between them and the 49ers. What the Green Bay Packers were trying to do in the 2020 NFL Draft was try to become the 49ers. They're trying to emulate that team. Now, do I agree with it? No, I actually don't. Because I believe in 2020, you need to be like the Kansas City Chiefs, who just beat the 49ers in the Super Bowl. Multiple weapons will spread you out, and we'll get a bunch of pass rushers to protect that lead. Now, Green Bay does need to improve their run defense. We'll talk about the run defense in a little bit, but... That's just the way I would build my team so far. But they draft a, the Green Bay Packers draft another running back to go with Aaron Jones, who's dynamic. So you got two good running backs. Josiah DeGuara, a tight end slash fullback out of Cincinnati. I believe he's going to contribute this year as the Kyle Juszczyk of this offense, similar to how Kyle Juszczyk is used for the 49ers. They stretch him out of the backfield. He can catch passes. He can block in the run game. He's a very versatile player. And... A lot of people crushed the Green Bay Packers for not adding a wide receiver in the 2020 NFL Draft. I was one of those people. Now, the Packers did add Devin Funches in the offseason. I do believe that that is a decent signing, and I do believe Devin Funches is going to contribute this year. That should help. Al Lazard in his second season with Aaron Rodgers should help. Al Lazard showed a lot of promise last year. He was a guy that pretty much saved the entire wide receiver core once Devontae Adams went down last year. Not to mention Devontae Adams is one of the top five to six wide receivers in all of football. I think he's at least in the top ten. He's excellent. So you have three decent pass catchers. Devontae Adams is elite. 
and we'll see what Lazard and Devin Fudges can bring to the table. And listen, when you're trying to emulate the 49ers, which is pretty much what Matt LaFour is, is trying to do, guess what? That offense does not particularly involve the wide receiver as much as you guys think. Now, the 49ers did have Emmanuel Sanders, but was Emmanuel Sanders Devontae Adams? Was Debo Samuel Devontae Adams last year? No, he wasn't. George Kittle is excellent, but he's a tight end. So the 49ers offense doesn't prioritize having elite pass catchers. It's a run-first offense. They're going to run the football. They're going to play great defense. And they have enough pass catchers on the outside to make plays. And listen, the Green Bay Packers offense this year is going to come down to Marquez Valdez-Scantling. If Marquez Valdez-Scantling can show the things that he's shown as a rookie, I believe this Packers team can become dangerous because he's their deep threat. He had a very bad sophomore slump this past year, similar to how actually Devontae Adams had a sophomore slump. A lot of people thought that Devontae Adams in the second season was a bust, but guess what? He turned it around in his third season. I do believe that Marquez Valdez-Scanling has the talent to turn things around this year. So if you add Marquez Valdez-Scanling to Devin Funches, to Alan Lazard, and a healthy Devontae Adams, that's not a terrible wide receiver core. Not to mention Aaron Rodgers is in his second year in Matt LaFour's system. So I believe he'll be more efficient. And listen, like I said, this team is not going to rely solely on Aaron Rodgers to win games. They're going to run the football. They're going to play great defense. And they're going to work off of Aaron Rodgers' magic. And listen, if you put Aaron Rodgers on the 49ers last year, he completes those throws that Jimmy G does not complete in that Super Bowl. Guarantee it. And we're going to talk about the run defense really quickly before I get to Aaron Rodgers. I do think the run defense is actually going to be better this year. Kenny Clark, Preston Smith, and Zadarius Smith, they're very good against the run. The Packers' problem last year, as far as their run defense goes, was at the second level, their linebacker core. I already mentioned that Christian Kirksey is an upgrade over Blake Martinez. He's more versatile, he's faster, and he's more physical at the line of scrimmage. Not to mention, they drafted Kamal Martin out of Minnesota, a fifth-round pick that I like a lot. He, he was a steal, in my opinion. Now, is Kamal Martin Patrick Queen? No, he's not. Is he Ross Blacklock, the defensive tackle out of TCU? No, he's not. But Kamal Martin is a physical north and south type of linebacker that just gets in the fit of things up front. So I think the linebacker core is actually going to be improved this year. It cannot be worse than it was last year. It's impossible to be as bad as the Packers were versus the run last season. So I think that it will at least be a competent run defense. Let's get to Aaron Rodgers. I believe Aaron Rodgers is going to play with a chip on his shoulder this year. I would not be surprised if Aaron Rodgers wins the NFL MVP this year. He's in his second year with a new system. He's still got Devontae Adams. He's got Devin Funches to throw to. Al Lazar should be improved. And Marquez Valdez-Scanley takes a big jump. And Aaron Rodgers has came out and defended Marquez Valdez-Scanley several times. I believe Aaron Rodgers, if he's ticked off, he can just light the NFL on fire because they drafted, the Packers drafted Jordan Love. I believe that's going to light a fire under Aaron Rodgers' spirit to prove the Packers wrong for drafting Jordan Love. Not to mention, Aaron Rodgers with not great weapons last year, still threw for 4,000 yards, 26 touchdown passes, 24 interceptions, and had a pass rating of 95. I'll take that any day of the week 
for a quote-unquote washed-up quarterback. Aaron Rodgers is still one of the five best quarterbacks in all football. Everyone keeps telling me that Deshaun Watson is an elite quarterback, and I, I agree with those people. But Deshaun Watson had 26 touchdown passes to 12 interceptions last year, and he had Kenny Stills, Will Fuller, and DeAndre Hopkins to throw to last year, and two very good tight ends. And you mean to tell me that Aaron Rodgers, who threw 26 touchdowns, only four interceptions, is still no longer an elite quarterback? You're crazy. Now, I think that Aaron Rodgers needs to cut cut it loose a little bit more this year as far as his mentality on offense. I think that he's been playing a little bit too safe the last couple of years. But I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be much more efficient. I believe he's going to be ticked off and motivated. And a ticked off and motivated Aaron Rodgers is a good thing. Aaron Rodgers is still one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. This is a real run game that the Packers have at their disposal. A very good pass rush with Zedarius and Preston Smith. This was a top 10 defense last year. The secondary is very good. I do believe the run defense is going to be better. I do believe the Packers are going to win anywhere from 10 to 12 games this season. Now, I do think the Green Bay Packers schedule is what could hold them back this year. They have to go to Minnesota. They have to go to New Orleans. They have to go to Tampa Bay. They have to go to Houston. They have to go to San Francisco. They have to go to, the, to Indianapolis. They have to go to Chicago. And they have to go to Detroit. Their road schedule is absolutely brutal. And the NFC North, it's a very tough division. Okay, not to mention you have Philadelphia and Tennessee at home. But when you have a guy like Aaron Rodgers, you start about around eight or nine wins just off their greatness alone. Aaron Rodgers, he's still one of the five best quarterbacks in all of football in my eyes. And also, he's in his second year in the system with Matt LaFleur. And Matt LaFleur is returning as the Green Bay Packers head coach. So listen, my whole thing with the Packers is I think they're at an advantage in a shortened training camp season because their quarterback and head coach is returning this year. And outside of Blake Martinez and Brian Bulaga, the team did not lose a whole lot of talent you know, from the offseason. And while you could say the Green Bay Packers should have drafted a wide receiver, I agree, they probably should have. Brian Gutekus, the general manager, is banking on a lot of guys in that locker room to step up. And we'll see if those guys step up. But they improved the strength of the team already which was the run game. Now you have A.J. Dillon to go with Aaron Jones. And like I said, this is a team that won 13 games last year, and I believe this Green Bay Packers team is still a Super Bowl contender. Aaron Rodgers, very good run game, very solid defense, and I and I think this team is pretty darn good. This is a team that's going to win the NFC North in 2020, and the Green Bay Packers are still a Super Bowl contender in my eyes this year.